It is Thursday, June 3rd. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Duval Motor Company. And now, the Four Seasons Hotel of Sports Broadcasting, J.P. Shadrick. Take that as a compliment and welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duval Motor Company. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman coming up. And a busy day at TIAA Bankfield. We'll recap all of it. The downtown development and first downtownjacks.com announcement earlier today in the East Club. Organized team activities. The team was on the field for practice number six out of ten scheduled. We'll hear from defensive lineman Roy Robertson-Harris. He was added in free agency this offseason, and I had a chance to catch up with him after practice today to get his thoughts on how things are are meshing and going in this offseason. Then we'll go around the National Football League. And Mr. Lagerman, good afternoon. What's up? It is a good afternoon. Yes, it is. Uh, a, a fantastic day and a good day to watch the Jaguars see a little – have a really nice kind of a spirited, competitive practice today. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was good. We'll get into your observations of that coming up in just a little bit because – you, know, you only get one window a week now to go see these guys. So right, one right. practice a week until the, the mini camp. So you'll have all three access points uh, those uh, two weeks from now. So, the you know, it's kind of limited what you can see. So you're yeah. really taking everything in when you're out there. It is, and the, the action certainly started well before the players took the field today. Yes, it did. And let's start with that, the development uh, – Press conference this morning in the East Club at TIAA Bank Field. Shad Khan, Mark Lamping, Urban Meyer addressing the crowd earlier today. We also heard from Michael Mayo, the new president and CEO of Baptist Health of Northeast Florida. And they announced the uh, vision for the plans in the shipyards project, including a Four Seasons Hotel on the river, a marina, an office building, a partnership with Baptist Health for an orthopedic center, and then the future of the stadium and the football performance center also unveiled and uh, the renderings were shown, and uh, it's quite an adjustment from some of the renderings we had seen in the past, totally different from the Lot J thing, which is no longer. So um, it was an interesting watch, and we're excited to see, I think, what happens next. Well, I, I think for, for me personally, I, I remember when the whole Lot J thing was, uh, was, was bandied about, and I just like, I want to see that strip of river developed. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, I, I remember, and this is, Dead serious, and and Skip Richardson will tell you the exact same thing. Who okay. has been with the Jaguars for a very long time? Has been essentially their head of security for a very long time. Me and Joel Schmangy coming down Bay Street, we said to ourselves, we need to find out who owns that land and buy it because that's a valuable piece of real estate. Well, here we are, and it's twenty six years later, and it's still not what it really needs to be. So I'm excited that this is where the the proposed building is going to be at. And there's so many different components of it that I like. First and foremost, we can talk about the Performance Center in a minute. But the the partnership, which which I think the original idea came when, when we went to, to visit the Minnesota Vikings at training camp. Is that and two when, years ago, three years ago? A couple years ago, ago like three years ago now. Yeah. When we got to see what they had going on at their training facility and the partnership that they had with a medical provider to have this destination for orthopedic care where people came from all over to come in to use the facility that the Vikings and 
and the doctors and the hospital built there, and it had a hotel where you'd come and you'd stay at the hotel with your family, and, and you get the procedure done. And, and so here's an, a great opportunity and a great vision that, uh, that I remember was being talked about a very long time ago, and I think it's a great idea because uh, you have some excellent doctors here in this town orthopedically, and uh, people need to find a place to be able to go and, and where they can trust and get great care. So I think that's exciting, and also the Performance Center. Yeah, that's a game changer <laughs> now. And it was the during the presentation this morning, there was a graphic that included the average square footage of NFL facilities around the league. And well, it's, it's, around, it's around, the average is around 120,000 square feet. Well, and that, like and that, that can include also some facilities that are, that are indoor, et cetera. Yeah. Now, now uh, one of the things that I will tell you, over the last number of years that the Jaguars have visited, visited people for training camps, whether it been Baltimore, Minnesota, Atlanta, Tampa, all these different places that we've gotten an opportunity to see. First of all, Atlanta, they, they did theirs years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, they were way, way ahead forward thinking many years ago. But what they have in Minnesota is when, when Urban Meyer talks about having the best of the best. That's pretty much it. The Minnesota Vikings have the best of the best. The Atlanta Falcons have some of the best of the best. The Baltimore Ravens, some of the best of the best. What they have here – which is is okay, but look, it's the same facility that was here in '95 when I came here as a free agent, yeah. and the game the game has changed. You know the the advancement in everything that they do from sports nutrition and everything has changed. It's so much more in depth that you need to have the more space to be able to accomplish some of the things that you're you're trying to do. So uh, this is long overdue, in my opinion. And should have happened many years ago, and I'm glad to see that uh, it is starting to happen. Uh, I almost wish too that the, you know, because you have the indoor facility now that's attached to Daly's mm-hmm. Place. You know that can eventually be something that can be used for Daly's Place, used on game day. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, that's not a big enough indoor facility for an NFL caliber team, in my opinion. It should be twice as big as what it is. Um, so I don't know if they have that in the plan. Well, and the idea was to to give that back basically to the Parks Department in Jacksonville and okay, have it good. be 300 days a year open to the public for different events or good, whatever yes. the city wants to program Absolutely. in that space. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's exciting, I think, and I, I don't know exactly how or you know how the, the money works on all this kind of thing because that's that's not my area of expertise. I just my area of expertise is when it comes to football and what's good for football and what's good for a football team. And I can tell you that if I'm a free agent in the National Football League and I'm looking around and looking at facilities at every team and the Jaguars and and the Minnesota Vikings and it came down to those two and if everything else is equal, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to Minnesota. Right, I mean, yeah. they have the best We've of the got best. It all right there too. Yep. I mean, they have the best of the best right there. So, I'm glad to see that uh, that uh, the steps are being taken to be able to accomplish something of this nature, and uh, and it's time. It it is time, and I want to see the down. I want to see downtown develop, JP. I think we all do. Yes. I, I mean, I just remember, no you know, coming here in '95, saying that man, at at some point, this is going to be an amazing, thriving downtown. We're going to see cranes. Now, when we travel to Nashville, the number of cranes that you see in the air is immense. 
when you travel to other cities, you see a lot of cranes as well. Not as many as you saw in Nashville, but then when you come here, where's the cranes? I mean, where's the downtown development? And I don't know exactly what the answer is. That's not my, like I said, that's not my area of expertise. I do know this. Uh, the downtown is not where it needs to be at. Let's hear from Jaguars owner Shad Khan during the presentation earlier today. And things are looking up for the Jaguars and the city of Jacksonville. We have serious momentum here in Jacksonville and in particularly downtown. Uh, the Doro Apartments, Dun & Bradstreet, the new FIS headquarters, um, and the rehab of historical buildings throughout downtown is truly inspiring. There's much more, and when you add the promising future of the Jaguars to all that's happening, it certainly makes me happy and makes me really proud. But uh, one thing about momentum, though, is you can't bank it. And you can lose it. And we don't want to do either. We have the momentum, and we're going to build upon it. That's Jaguars owner Shad Khan earlier today. And, of course, we mentioned the football performance center side of things. Uh, seems like a big reason Urban Meyer is sitting in the office across the hall these days. And he's excited, certainly, to see what happens in the coming years. I believe if we create the best environment in the National Football League, which is our intent, my vision, our dream, is to have our players live and be part of this community to train here, be a part of Jacksonville. Are you kidding me? This is as beautiful a place as there is in America. Fifth Beach, in case you don't know that, there's great beaches 15 minutes from here. Uh, and I think there's no state tax, if I remember right. There's a lot of great advantages to living here. And then if we give them the best facility and best training, I, I see this as a, a destination place for, for uh, football players. That's Urban Meyer during the presentation today. He later spoke with the media after practice today and was answering some questions on this project. And, and he even went as far as saying, you know, you know, if a guy goes to a specialist in Arizona because that guy thinks he's the best specialist for whatever, Urban said flat out, you know, I might go try to hire that specialist and bring him here because why should a player have to go all the way to Arizona on their own dime when it should be all in-house here. Same mindset he had in college as well for college players. Uh, get the best around really good talent and see how far you can go. Well, Urban came from the college arms race, which, yes. I mean, that's, that's what life is in college football. It's about recruiting. And it's not about how much can you pay a guy to determine whether he's going to come to you or not. In college, it's about what kind of facilities do you have to be able to entice young men to come participate in your program. So to be able to go from where he's been, uh, most recently Ohio State, I mean, Ohio State to here facilities-wise, I mean, I've never seen the facilities at Ohio State, but I would reckon <laughs> it's a step down. Uh, yeah. Would I be right there? I, I mean, think you're yeah. right on that one, <laughs> yeah. yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so – and, uh, and he wants to be able to – look, if you want to be able to build a consistent winner and, uh, and obviously you want to win football games and all that should go hand in hand, you, you want to be able to have the best of the best. You want to have the best team. You want to have the best facility. You want to have the best answers and uh, medical care, everything for a player. And you've got to be able to uh, be willing to expend some resources. So uh, th I think it's – first of all, I think it's, it's great. I think the location is perfect for the sports complex. It encompasses essentially where the practice fields are at. It eliminates one of the parking lots on the very 
uh, farther northern boundary of that area, and then cuts into lot, uh, is that N? That is the one immediately outside the practice facilities going yes, towards the, that's the right. cat. I think Correct. it's lot N. Correct. And, uh, and look, there's plenty of room to do that. And then you can move it all the way back towards the stadium a little bit. So, I mean, it's, it's a natural place to be able to do that. I like it. Uh, have you reserved your residence yet at the um, Four Seasons? Because there will be condos in there, too. Is that right? Yes. Not just hotel rooms. Condos. Condos. On, on, Does on that the what, did, side what, what I get season tickets as part <laughs> you of know, the, the maybe ownership? You, can, you might be able to negotiate something into that. Uh, we'll see. But also, check out the website, firstdowntownjacks.com. That's the number one ST, downtownjacks.com. For all the up-to-date information about the plans, and uh, you can get involved in the effort as well. So check that out. That was established today. 1STDowntownJacks.com, the number one. Plenty ahead on Jaguars Happy Hour football when we come back. Organized team activities. Logs will get your take on what happened today. Your reactions and overreactions to Jaguars OTA number six. Yes. So <laughs> this is the season we're in. Okay. Overreaction season. Mm. And it's Jaguars Happy Hour off and running. And if you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few, they're built for America. Ford SUVs, drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on AutoSource Incorporated data obtained on 10-520. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. 
Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. The time for talk is over. And a new era has begun with quarterback Trevor Lawrence. We definitely feel the love and the support. And I'm really excited just to bring some energy to the city and do everything in my power to get us back to where we want to be. So I'm super excited to be a Jazz. Single game tickets are now on sale. Call 904-633-2000 or visit jaguars.com. The countdown to kickoff is on, Duval. And we want to see you at the bank. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity right. well welcome back it's Jaguars happy hour JP Shadrick Jeff Lagerman and the Jaguars are on the practice field again today OTA week number two. Practice number six today, part of a busy day at TIAA Bank Field. We just went over the downtown development. Coming up, we'll hear from Roy Robertson-Harris, veteran defensive lineman added this year in free agency. But a little rain late in practice today. Some of the veterans were allowed to leave early just to kind of throw them a bone, I think, and get them off the practice field after a few straight days of work. Some of the younger guys had to stay through the rain through the, the end periods here. A couple guys out today. Not a big deal, Urban Meyer said after practice that uh, they are expected back uh, next week. Voluntary. Wouldn't matter anyway. But uh, the Jags did sign all-pro return specialist Pharaoh Cooper, a fourth-round pick by the Rams in 2016 out of South Carolina. Time with the Rams, Cardinals, Bengals, the Cardinals again, the Panthers then last season, and wide receiver Terry Godwin placed on injured reserve. You know, uh, Logs, you were out there today. Trevor Lawrence, last Thursday, let's say, had some red zone struggles. Mm-hmm. How do you look to you today overall, and what were they working on? I thought he looked good. I thought he had some throws that uh, that were really nice, and he had some throws that you sit there and go, you know, he's still learning. And that, that's that's probably what we're going to see for a while. But the one thing is, is that I will say is that when he knows as far as in his mind where the ball needs to go, and his feet are clean, it's effortless. I mean, the ball is, is right where it needs to be, and it's just effortless. But he's not going to get to that point often in the process of being a rookie. It just doesn't happen. It just takes time. It takes time to be able to learn and to gain the confidence and the knowledge of how your body should be and the anticipation of everything that you're going to be reading. So that is a process, and a lot of people don't like that term. But it that's just a fact, and that's just the way it is. So, But I, I will say this, and I had a conversation with somebody out there today that, that doesn't work in football, but they work for the team in another capacity. 
And I was saying, I said, the amazing thing about Trevor Lawrence is that this guy is is so far advanced and so well prepared for what he's getting ready to undertake that you, you couldn't ask for anything better. And it, it's obviously going to have some really exciting moments, I think, in the future. But it's just going to take time. And uh, But I thought it was an excellent practice. I mean, excellent really? practice because it was spirited and that guys were into it. And then when guys are into it, there's a competitive nature, and it's a friendly competition. It's not a, it's not a salty, you know, rub salt in the wound kind of competition to where guys are cussing at each other or anything like that. I mean, it's that's like how how it happens in this studio yeah. sometimes. We we go a little, a little too far from time to time. Really friendly yeah. offense versus defense banter, arguments about was it a catch or wasn't it a catch? Were his feet in bounds? Were not in bounds? I mean, that's that's where you want to get at where guys are competitive but they're taking care of each other and being safe. And that I thought that was a, a really good practice. I watched the offensive line do some work today in individuals and uh and which is, you know, that's it's hard to get a gauge with offensive and defensive linemen yeah, right. at this point, you know. But, but you just want to see how they're working. And the offensive line is working hard, working hard. And they look. There's a couple guys that look big now. I mean, big. Cam Robinson looks in great shape. Uh, Walker Little is not little. No, I mean, you got man. two. You got two guys right there that are going to be playing tackle. And I, you know, I, is it going to be a competition? I don't know. I think life is always a competition, so you might as well have to say it's going to be a competition. But Walker Little is is a big man too, just like Cam Robinson. When you see, for example, Will Richardson Jr. Yes, standing next to Cam Robinson and Walker Little, there's no comparison. I mean, it's seriously just different. Just built different. Will Richardson Jr. looks like he went to uh, JUCO. He's in JUCO. And that these are like, or he's JV. And, I, and I'm, when I say that, I'm not trying to be hard on just Will. Just size, right? I'm just saying, yeah. just from a standpoint, is that you know when you were you were a kid, and you used to play football, and you would and you would see the other team come out of the tunnel, and your first impression was always always had an impact. Mm-hmm. And when it was a big team, you were like, "Whoa, we got a long <laughs> night." <laughs> They're really big. You know, oh, my gosh, they're really big. Okay? When Cam Robinson and Walker Little come out of the tunnel, you go, whoa, they're really big. You know, we've talked about this on probably this show. I know on the Huddle Up podcast Wednesdays, you know, everything they've done this offseason, free agency, draft, you're getting height, weight guys that can run, basically. They're going to get off the bus and look like they – the, well, the, those what two you just talked about. Those All two those are going to get off the bus and look really big. That's what I'm saying. And, and but you tall corners is another way to look at it. Big, stout defensive linemen. Well, and look I, the and part, I focused you know? just on the offense today. And, and last year they had an offensive lineman, uh, Trevor Wallace Sims. I mean, this guy is six five, three hundred and sixty pounds. You put him it's on large. the field with Cam and Little, and you sit there and you go, whoa. <laughs> And uh, so uh, Ben Barch looked like he's um, changed his body a little bit, and he got a little bit of play time today because there wasn't a, some there were some guys missing there. So uh, so that was good to see, and uh, and I watched the offense almost exclusively today, and then I watched the team drills. But the team drills were highly competitive. The offense had good tempo. Offensive lines working hard. Trevor Lawrence continues to look good, and the other the other one that impressed me was Bethard. 
I thought Bethard had a really good practice today. People are going, well, what's he play? Well, he's a, he's he's a quarterback. The quarterback, the backup quarterback. Yeah, I thought he had a nice day today. I'm not, now, I'm not along the lines of Trevor Lawrence, but, I mean, he, he's got some energy to him, and he had some nice throws today. Did you uh, keep stats on the throws in practice today? No, I don't do that. Yeah, apparently a lot of the reporters do. Okay. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm not into that either. It's June 3rd. It's the right? eyeball. T- I, I use the eyeball yeah. test, and maybe, you know, that's not very accurate. But the one thing I did notice June. is that there was, there was one guy on the eyeball test that he didn't play practice very well, and that was Gardner Minshew because he wasn't there. He wasn't there today. Yeah, that's right. I don't know where he was. Voluntary. It's voluntary. So, said I mean, it he can per- be. Urban said it was a personal day. Said he and, can be uh, wherever he wants. I mean, so, I mean, it doesn't matter, but he wasn't there today. And uh, which, you know, when, when you're a quarterback and, you, and you're. When you have four quarterbacks, it's hard. It's harder to kind of divvy up the reps. When there's three guys, everybody's getting a lot of reps, and that's. I think as if you're a quarterback, you probably love a day where one of the guys is missing and you only have three of you, because then you get you get more, more reps. reps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's when you're competing for a roster spot or a backup quarterback position because that's what everybody's competing for. They're not competing for the starting job. If they think they are, they might want to have a conversation with somebody. I mean, you can say it's a competition and all this. Well, it's always a competition, but it's not. You know he's going to win. It's not. And if he doesn't win, then we've got bigger issues. Yeah, we we know where that's going to (laughs) go. I mean, that's that is the quarterback position is not an open competition because it because if it is, it's still not a competition, (laughs) right? He's going to. It could be a competition. It'll be the quickest competition because uh, yeah. he's going to blow him away. Yeah. So, but but a good wide receivers had an okay day today. Nothing great. Okay. Um, I like it. Uh, I like the energy and the the one guy I really enjoy and I just love it because he brings energy. It seems like every week is is forty one. Always. Always. Josh Allen. Huh? Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. Always. And and Smoot. Uh, and Smoot's changed numbers. Ninety-one now, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which, uh, good for him. And watching Smoot and 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 uh, and Josh come, highly competitive with each other in practice, doing get-offs and all that kind of stuff. I like it. I like it. All right, let's come back. We'll save some of that defensive line talk for when we return because we'll hear from Roy Robertson-Harris. He's a big man. He is a large man. Big man. But, you know, once again, I, I will say this about defensive line, JP. I'm holding back. I mean, I, I, I can tell you about how competitive and how fast they look and all that. But, I mean, a lot of the big guys, we got to get we got to get some pads yeah, on I, them to give you an idea I'm of what I'm but really we, seeing. We want answers. We want answers. Soon. We want them now. Soon. We want to when we come back. Almost. <laughs> Soon. We'll come back in a moment. Roy Robertson Harris right around the corner and check out the official Jaguars Podcast Network, a free subscription on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This program, of course, on Thursdays. Jaguars Reporters Mondays, Huddle Up Podcast Wednesday with Bucky Brooks, the Ozone Podcast, and give us that five star rating. We're halfway home. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com.
In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America. Because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on AutoSource Incorporated data obtained on 10520. Hi folks, Frank Frangie here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast. And six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go exclusively from tiaa bank the jacksonville jaguars visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide and it's yours free when you open a yield pledge checking account order yours today visit tiaabank.com slash jagscard TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Duval Motor Company, and the Daily's Place schedule is filling out nicely, Lugs. AEW Friday Night Dynamite this Friday, the new show. All right. Two shows a week now on TV. But Tony Khan and the crew is is, uh, really uh, upping their schedule in the coming months. Tedeschi Trucks Fireside Live, pieces of Tedeschi Trucks Band Friday, June 11th, then June 12th. That's a Saturday. Uh, Brad Paisley, July 8th. Blackberry Smoke, that's your band, Mm -hmm. Logs. Uh, Lady A is coming in August, 311 in September. Brothers Osborne in October. Zach Brown Band, Alice Cooper, Three Doors Down, 
Tickets at dailiesplace.com. The uh, the the big Skinner show that they had how, oh, some what, years ago, four years ago. Okay, now, and, and Blackberry Smoke was a part of that, right? Correct. They they were the best, in my opinion, that night or that day because it went throughout the day. It and was. Then, yeah. yeah, I the, thought that was the best live performance of the of the day. They've uh, grown and gotten better over the years. And, and, I, and, and yeah. I, I really didn't know much about Blackberry Smoke right. prior to that day. And I'll, I'm just sitting there and I'm enjoying it and, you know, having a cold beer and looking forward to watching and listening to Leonard Skinner. And all of a sudden, hey, Blackberry Smoke. I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen, give them a listen, you know, see how they are. Like, wow, really good. And I kept expecting things to get better. And uh, they didn't necessarily get better. Kid Rock was using so many ex- expletives <laughs> that I could, didn't want to listen to that. I will say, I mean, that was a fun day. I mean, that, there was the two lightning delays, unfortunately. Remember that? Yeah, that's that was, all right. It was still it was good, man. Time to drink more beer. It was good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I guess so. Um, you know, yeah. Kid Rock put on. Jason Aldean was there. He was. He was. Great. He was good. Solid. But uh, like Kid Marshall, Rock, though, the whole expletive things. I uh, mean, it's a show. I'll say that now. Fireworks. Uh, and I, yeah, but I mean, yeah, and, it was a show. But yeah. the, I mean, the expletives. I don't. You, you don't. Well, you don't need it. It's what mm-hmm. it is. And then uh, Leonard Skinner, the. Uh, uh, they were great. They were fantastic. Yeah, they were great. Awesome. Blackberry Smoke That's and Skinner and Jason Aldean. Yeah, absolutely. we got Green Day and uh, a couple other bands coming later in the summer as well. Uh, Weezer. In a stadium show. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That would be a big one. All right. Looking looking forward to that. So uh, get your tickets, dailiesplace.com. Let's hear from Roy Robertson Harris. He was added in this offseason as a free agent from the Chicago Bears to help bolster that Jaguars defensive line, and we caught up after practice today. Jaguars defensive lineman Roy Robertson-Harris with us. Here we are in the offseason program. First off, how are you settling into Jacksonville now that uh, the team's here, the veterans are around, uh, you got a bunch of rookies in, everybody's on the field together. How are you settling in so far? Uh, for me, it just feels good back, you know, being back in ball. Um, you know, I had surgery back in November, so just being around the guys and just being in the locker room and being able to play ball again is – is a is a is a good thing for me mentally. Um, so just enjoying the process, enjoying OTAs, and then uh, get to camp when it's time. It's got to be a, just a, a sickening feeling when you you're off to the side and can't do anything about it. All you can do is rehab, right? Yeah. How did you fight through the last few months to get ready? I'm just doing everything I'm told to do that's going to help me prepare um, to be out there. And um, so far, everything's been great. I'm here. I'm playing ball again. So just taking every day and and just working. There's great participation in this offseason program. Not a lot of teams in the NFL can say that. Why is that the case here in Jacksonville? What is it about this place? Uh, we're just here to work, man. We're just here to win games. Um, you know, we don't look at the past, um, you know, with the 1-15, but we're just trying to trying to flip everything that's happening right now and we're trying to win right now, we're trying to win games right now. That's it. Tell us about that group up front. A lot of some faces that are still around here from the past. you got a bunch of new guys up front, too. There's a lot of work to be done on that defensive line. So how's everybody meshed together so far? And, and take us through that group. And, and what can that group be this year? Man, I think we got a, a, a good group of guys up front. You know, with, with Josh and Kay on the edges and, you know, me, Malcolm. And, uh, you know, we got, a, we got a bunch of guys just all across the board that could play versatile guys. Um, I think we're going to be very good up front. I think we're going to be able to set the edge, be stout on the run, do everything we need to do up front. That's where it starts, yeah. that run game. Can't yeah. stop the run, which was the case around here last year. Then you're not going to win many football games, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you got to be stout up front. I think that's what we're going to be able to do this year. Where Robertson-Harris is with us. Urban Meyer 
you know, has always put his college players first, put them on a pedestal, help them get the best they can have around them. It feels like the case here, too. Yeah. What were your initial impressions of Urban when in the recruiting process, if you will, in free agency, and then now that you're around him on a daily basis in the building? He wants to win. Obviously, he's got a, a good resume. You know, I love a college football. Uh, one of the greatest coaches to, to coach. Um, but I think he's just coming in. He just wants to win. And, uh, you know, it's not like, okay, we're, we're starting here now. Like, okay, we'll win a few. Like, no, right now is, you know, what we're trying to do is just get wins right now. So that's his, uh, that's his thought process. That's the vibes I get from him when I first got here. That's all we're trying to do. That's it. Final thought from me here. You got two weeks left in this offseason program. What, as a defense, do you guys still need to get accomplished? And what do you personally still want to get accomplished before the summertime shows up? I mean, I'm just working, you know, my craft as a player, you know, um, run game wise and pass rushing. I'm just keeping my hands up and, you know, working, working my hands and my feet real good. But, um, you know, as a defense, I think we're just, we're just trying to work every day. Every single day is a new day. And, um, you know, we want to be one of the best defenses in the league, the best defense in the league, turnovers and uh, you know, sacks, all that stuff's going to come. But uh, we just want to make sure we have the best effort and getting after everybody whenever the time comes. Great stuff. Welcome to Jacksonville. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Thank you. That's Roy Robertson-Harris today after practice. You, you hear the forklift behind us there. We were in the hallway just outside the TV studio, and uh, that is a – a hot area, a lot of things happening outside mm. the mailroom there, which is okay. But uh, we thank Roy for his time. And, you know, he mentioned a couple of things there. The versatility of some of these guys on the defensive line, able to move around, you know, change in different schemes, or 3-4 base, 4-3 principles, a lot of moving parts there. And then the stoutness of the interior of that defensive line is going to be key to – be able to come close to slowing down the run game of another team. Well, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt with the additions that they made with the defensive line that they're going to be able to hold up against the run very well. I mean, because you look at Devon Hamilton, I thought last year had a really strong rookie season. Yeah. Uh, Doug Costin was, uh, I think he showed that he's an adequate backup. You add a Jod Ward, who's a big linebacker slash defensive end in free agency. And then when you get to some of the big guys, uh, Malcolm Brown, big dude. Robertson Harris, obviously, is a big dude. And uh, and then you're bringing back uh, the big man, Gotsis. So I don't think there's any question that you're going to have some stoutness. And then I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Tefele. Yeah. The draft pick yeah. from SC, who's Another a big, big strong, guy. stout guy. Who still hasn't played in a while, been out a year, you know. And so, okay. uh, is he a one? Is he a three? I think he's a one. He played three. When I say one or three, for for people that are going, what are you talking about? A one would be like a nose tackle. A three would be more of a pass rush, up the field defensive tackle type. And that's a numbering system that they use for where people are lining up. So I think he's more of a one. But, I mean, all of these guys are stout. And I don't think – because I've always believed that stopping the run is a big part of scheme number one and execution. I'm not. I'm not a big believer that you got to have a ton of talent to stop the run. I'm just. I'm just. I think you can do it without a ton of talent. You got to have some talent, but you don't have to be overly talented. I think where the talent comes in is when you start to rush the passer, when you have to rush the passer and you have to cover the wide receivers. Yeah. To me, that's where the separation of talented defenses and teams that don't have talent occurs, and I think they still have some work to do. Now, question is 
can Josh Allen take a step back to where he was at a couple years ago and maybe even even better? Can Kalevon Chazon provide an adequate pass rush from the outside on the other side? And that's a big question mark because he didn't show a ton of ability last year. And he's a first-round pick, and I'm not saying that that's his fault. I'm not saying that. But he's got a lot to prove, and I think a lot of guys have a lot to prove. So I think that there's this, this defense It's going to take a little bit of time to get up to where they want to be. But if you can stop the run, you got a chance, and I think they will stop the run. We're talking about this, and it's the second time I've referenced the Huddle Up podcast. It's a free download on the official Jaguars podcast That's the podcast second plug of the show, man. Every Wednesday. Uh, so – we were talking with Bucky about the uh, Joe Cullen defensive scheme. And he, he came from Baltimore, of course. He was the D-line coach there. But they were coming from everywhere on that defense, blitzing from all over. If you're well, in the front well, wait, seven. Wait, wait a minute. Let's not, let's not turn them into the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> where they were sending and they had Troy Palomalu and the hair's flying and corners are blitzing. and the. Point being, not quite like that. Point being, if you have a lot of younger players, newer to the scheme players, that's a lot of moving parts. And and how, you know, how quickly can a young player grasp some of those concepts? I think will be. You key. have to be careful. Yeah. Uh, you have to be careful about how much of a playbook that you have, because the more intricate the playbook is the more the mind slows down because it's thinking and processing information instead of just sending an impulse to the body saying, go. Four to six, A to B. He wants to keep it simple, right? right? And so Urban has talked a lot about this, and it's playing fast. Joe Cullen talks about well, a little bit different language, but essentially it's the same thing. So you have to be careful with a young defense – or should I say stressing the mind too much of a young player or even a veteran player. Some veteran players can't handle a game plan that gets a little bit much. I mean, that's just reality. So you'd like to be able to find there's always kind of a, a, a resting place where you want to be, somewhere to where you know, you're, you're not too simple and making it easy on offensive coordinators but then not too complex to where you're, sh you're slowing your defense down. And somewhere you, there's, a, there's a place you need to be. And for every team and for level of experience that you have, it's always different for every team. And for a first-year defense, they've got to find out where that's going to be at. Let's come back. We'll go around the National Football League, and the league could be keeping the COVID roster rules from last year moving forward. Single game tickets on sale now for the 2021 Jaguars season. Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. A team of representatives is ready to help you get back in the bank in 2021. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash Jagscard. 
TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at most sandwich places asking for more of something is just part of the drill but what if you never had to ask for more what if more was just a given at dailies more is what our sandwiches are built on more meat more cheese more veggies more quality more taste all for a price that's anything but more sandwiches from dash made fresh dailies oi bonjour xin chào dobry deň keep financiat kon como te podemos ayudar if you have an accident the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier that's why at fair and fara we have a team as diverse as our clients so no matter what language you speak we'll fight for your voice fara and fara here for you nahna hon lel kel ici pour vous aquí para todos Here for all. Jacksonville. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk, checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk, checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs of the future for everyone, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why Ford has the freshest lineup of SUVs in America, because the SUVs of the future aren't built for a few, they're built for America. Ford SUVs, drive one today. When equipped with available LED headlamps based on auto source incorporated data obtained on 10 Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Duval Motor Company. And if you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. Speaking of the Roar, um, the tryouts are this Sunday, the first wave of them. And I was told today about 250 have signed up. Wow. To try out for the Roar of the Jaguars. It's a huge number, so uh, good luck uh, to everyone trying out this weekend. Uh, let's go around the National Football League lines. Let's do. Shall we? Uh, Avery Jones, former Jaguars defensive tackle. Just moments ago, uh, Aaron Wilson on Twitter uh, reporting that uh, the Tennessee Titans have signed Avery Jones. Abe's. Abe's, as he's known. Love him. Yeah, Love the guy. He great is, conversation. He is by far one of one of the all-time great, solid guys to ever come through here. Great personality, very 
love having a conversation with Avery. He's got a he's got a sense of humor about him. He will be, and when I say this seriously, he will be a great addition to any locker room from from two standpoints. One, he's a solid football player. He's not a great football player, but he's a solid football player. And number two, his personality can make a room better, and that means a lot in football now because it's it's not necessarily about how much talent you have, but it's also about how well the talent ends up getting displayed, and he he certainly helps that. The Chicago Bears, according to a source, those sources you never know, um, said that they've already promised quarterback Andy Dalton that he'll start the season as the starting quarterback. Well, they sure. also have another quarterback they've just drafted. I, I don't know about the accuracy of that, but f- for a couple reasons. One, sources, okay? <laughs> and was it a beat writer, or was, was it just some crazy run-of-the-mill website that just popped up last night? Well, um, it's a great question. You well, know. But here's why I say that's crazy. Okay, Andy Dalton was signed – or to basically be their starting quarterback if they couldn't get one in the draft. Well, they got one in the draft. They got one in the first round. And they gave up a lot of equity to move up to, to acquire. And why would you tell anybody that the job is yours week one? Because all of that will have to play out. If the rookie comes in and outperforms the veteran, then the rookie plays. See, this is, this is why there's some teams that always seem to fail and that there are teams and coaches like Bill Belichick that continue to win. Because in Bill Belichick's case, have you heard them say, well, Cam Newton's our starter week one. You know, Mac Jones, yeah, he's just going to have to wait his turn. No. If Mac Jones is better than Cam Newton, Mac Jones is going to play. If Cam Newton is better than Mac Jones for the entire season, guess what? Mac Jones ain't playing. I mean, that's, that's the way it should always be. So how do you know what somebody's going to look like when you get into August or getting ready for a game in September at this point now? That's why I say, you know, yeah. consider the source. Yeah, so this came apparently from a radio interview in Chicago where um, Dalton said, I was on a one-year deal, I was going to be the starter. He stopped short, apparently, of saying that's what he was told by the team, according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. But Florio was told that's what he was told by the team. There's your sources. I don't know. Whatever. You know how that goes. Uh, the NFL, Logs, is planning to keep COVID-related roster rules for 2021. Nothing official yet. Still talking through it. An unlimited number of players returning from injured reserve. A minimum of three weeks on injured reserve when you're placed on there. Practice squads would stay at 16 players. I like that. And the NFLPA and the NFL are still negotiating protocols for the rest of the league year involving uh, everything else. But I like those rules. I like the expansion of the practice squad and, you know, the ability, a little more flexibility in terms of roster movement. I, I, I always have all, always been a big fan of having expanded rosters and then a little bit more liberal IR rules. I thought the rules that they had in place for many years were a little bit archaic. I mean, why, why not have it more like baseball used to be my argument all the time? Because yeah. if a guy gets hurt and he's going to be gone for seven weeks, 
then why not have the ability to put him on some type of short-term IR and bring him back? And then maybe if he's not ready, then you just don't bring him back to where you're, you're not limited on, well, you can only bring back a certain number of guys, and, you know, if he's hurt, you know. No, just make it more liberal because it makes the game better when you can get better players on the field, right? I mean, that's kind of the thinking I've always had, and I think that that's reasonable to think that. So I like the roster rules. It will be very interesting to see where they are, and I don't know if there will ever be an announcement as far as the – because one of the reasons why I think that the roster rules are going to remain in place is because what percentage of your players are going to be vaccinated. You know, I, I don't know the answer to that, and I think the league is essentially with those rules. And I, and I think with the rules, they're saying, okay, we're not sure where we're going to be at, but they also like the rules from last year regardless of where they're at. But I think with some of the players right now, I mean, if you're 23, 24, 25, I mean, some guys aren't getting the vaccination. I get it, you know. So I don't know what the percentages are. But no. it'll, and I don't think we'll ever know. We're I mean, that's not. that's not really our until you get to the magic number and everything is just wide open. Which know? is then what eighty five eighty five percent vaccination of the rate. roster. Yes, and then I think look the the staff wise. I mean, I think nearly every team will be almost at one hundred percent. I would think from a staff standpoint, tier one and tier two, from people that are around the players on a daily basis. I mean, they they would have to be. So I don't know, I, but I, but I'm glad they kept the roster rules in place, and and I trust me, JP, I don't like it when it comes to game day because you're constantly changing your roster yeah, on game sure, day. Sure. And uh, but they, they keep up with it, and it's not that big of a deal. But the better a team can be on game day with more players, I'm all for it. Concussion settlement was in the news this week. Race norming will be abandoned from the assessment of claims made in that settlement. Claims were apparently presuming lower baseline cognitive functioning for black players, making it harder for them to show that they suffered impairment. They'll now go back and review all the claims again without that baseline. I mean, how they had that in place uh, is beyond me. Um, whoever wrote the, the book on what the rules were going to be on the initial part of that, uh, not very smart. Yeah. So they're going to make that uh, right now, and let's see how many changes come moving forward on that one. And uh, this is not NFL news. It's USFL news. <laughs> Logs, they're announcing plans to return in spring of 2022. Now, they had a three-year run in the 80s, of course, tried to move games to the fall in 1986, and then the, um, well, the league folded after that. Yeah, is Donald Trump going to be back into that league? I don't know. <laughs> He's available. Spring League founder Brian Yeah, the Woods, Jersey Generals, right? Partnering, yeah, he did, with uh, Fox Sports. And they'll bring the league back as an eight-team operation. And the new entity now retains the rights to the original team names. So, hello, Birmingham Stallions. Welcome back, baby. You going to be the owner? <laughs> I don't know if I can. I'm not going to play in that uh, that uh, level. I don't think. Okay, I think it's. I think it's first of all smart by the USFL and their, uh, the individual. What is his name for the USFL? That is essentially the main player, Brian Woods. Okay, he he is uh, partnered with Fox Sports, yes. which is smart. I mean, because your revenue is essentially dependent upon the broadcast rights of the games. 
So to partner with a Fox Sports, two things happen. One, you're going to be able to capture a revenue stream with broadcast television. Number two, you're essentially partnering with that broadcast entity to make sure that you don't lose that broadcast ability. So smart from from that standpoint, and also smart from the standpoint of that they do not need to try to compete with the NFL. If you do, you will fail. Right. Right. They won that famous lawsuit, uh, the Monopoly law lawsuit, and uh, the I think the the payout was three dollars or something. At the the USFL <laughs> was was great for players at that time. Sure, great for players. I bet. And when I say it was great for players, and 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 it impacted, I think long term. One, it, it gave competition for the players, which drove up the prices that players were able to to achieve because you had another party, you had yeah. another option. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have only one option, play in the NFL or don't play at all. You had an option. Uh, Herschel Walker. Yeah. Uh, Doug Flutie. Jim Kelly. Uh, Jim Kelly. Uh, Reggie White. Yes. I mean, all these people or players were in the USFL first because the money was better. And in order to attract and to keep the players in the NFL from all fleeing to go to the USFL, the NFL had to raise their, their pay a little bit. Because the NFL was was notoriously cheap at about that time frame, so that was good for the game, good for the players. There you have it. But the, I uh, won't watch it. No, no, I'm not going to watch no, it. I'm not going to watch the USFL. Talking about it's spring oh. ball, man. Come on. No, I'm not going to watch it. What are you going to watch? I'll watch golf you or watch baseball. Golf? You watch golf. Well, if I have a choice it's between oh, watching know you're a the golf USFL or golf, I like watching golf when I need a nap. <laughs> okay, but then you're not going to watch the USFL. No, I enjoy. No, I'm seriously. I, I enjoy watching golf, but seriously, when I need a nap, I'll turn the volume down. And, and when Jim Nance starts talking all Hello, soft, friends, you know he starts whispering. He's approaching the tee at number five. He needs to get it about 300 yards, and he's got to avoid the trap on the right. <laughs> <laughs> there I go. <laughs> and you'd be out faster on USFL. It sounds like. I probably probably so. Yeah. No, it's, I'm not. Look, I, for me, football is a fall sport. Right. Well, unless you play it in the spring, then it's a spring it's, sport. It's it's like trying to. <laughs> I mean, FCS played in the spring this year because of the COVID stuff. They pushed them all back. Okay, that's not real. How many games football? did you watch? I didn't watch any. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was busy doing other things, I guess. I don't know. It's like trying to move hunting seasons to the spring. It doesn't work. Well, that's nature involved and in, in a part of the reason for that, right? I no, mean, well, I mean, not necessarily, no. Well, I mean, We don't yeah. need to get into the details yeah, we don't, but of I mean, you, you know what I mean. It's, it's, it's like the same thing. It's like trying to move hockey to the summertime. All right. got to have ice. It's too hot. Does that make sense? If, if hockey were in July and August, would you watch hockey? Probably not. No, you don't watch. You don't watch hockey no. that time. No, it just doesn't happen. More on hunting schedules available in the outdoors show Saturday morning. You guys are still doing I'm not, that. I right? wasn't looking for a plug. You can, just, you can I, keep, well, I plugged our show you twice. Can keep, well, so you can keep I plugging your plug podcast yours. with Bucky Brooks all yeah. you want. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> well, what time's the outdoors show on Saturday morning? Well, it's, just, it's only been around for. I know. Just tell us, please. 
for those who are new to the seven area. Seven to ten, it's always seven to ten on ten ten XL or ninety two point five FM. Yes. Yeah, we've only been there for like twenty five years. JP, <laughs> where you been? I've been there a few times. Nineteen ninety five, ninety ninety six. I won't tell you what grade I was in those years, but um, it's been a while. Did, were you even past puberty then? I was in high school. Thank oh, okay. you very much. Junior high school. <laughs> junior high. I was in junior high. Junior high, what grade? Yeah, I was eighth grade. Probably. Eighth grade, ninety six. Yeah. Wow. You're young. Seven, nine, yeah, eighth grade. That's right. Ninth that means grade. I'm old. Joe's that, really old. It, you guys are both always going to be older than me, and I'm happy about that. Joe yeah, Fortunato. Right. I, hey, look, I, we don't want to start getting into age. Yeah, good point. Nice hair, Logs. <laughs> uh, that's Brent Reber on the video side. That's Jeff Logan, and I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thank you for listening and watching. Check out firstdowntownjacks.com. And thanks for listening. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.